Brothers and sisters, it is good that we are here. The church gives us this beautiful reading of the Transfiguration on the second Sunday of Lent, and we find ourselves in, and this is a glimpse of the end goal. This is the reason why we're going through the trials and sufferings and tribulations in all of life, but also that we put on ourselves in Lent. We see a glimpse of the reward. And we think of these apostles in the story. Peter was a fisherman. I don't, think he, uh, I don't think he was training for a marathon by any means. I think that he's probably a very strong man as a fisherman, probably good in short distances like me, but after like 100 yards, it's not very good, not very good. So he's up there on the top of this high mountain and he's out of breath for sure. He is exhausted. John is there, probably annoying him, as he probably usually did. And I'm sure he's hungry. He's like looking for some food. He's like, there's no food up here. We're on the top of a mountain. Why did we just climb this huge, long, rocky, hot mountain? And while he is off, in my own version of this story, complaining about what's going on, all of a sudden, Jesus to what capacity they were able to experience, showed them, revealed them his divinity. If he showed them who he actually was, it would have killed them. This is why the Eucharist, for one of many reasons, has to be veiled. If we saw the power and majesty of God, we would die. Brothers and sisters, heaven is going to be amazing. It's gonna be awesome. I I hope you're excited. That's what this weekend is all about, to get excited for heaven, to recognize that life and all of its joys and sufferings and ups and downs is worth it. So that one day we can be with our loved ones, our ancestors, the people that we share in communion uh, during this time, but all the people back to even Moses and Elijah get to enjoy heaven and the majesty with them. One of my favorite authors, C.S. Lewis, he's got this book, uh, called The Great Divorce. It has nothing to do with marriage, but that great separation between heaven and earth. And it's about the souls and the afterlife on their journey of, of, finding, of finding heaven. And one of the ways that he describes heaven is just endless hills and mountains. And you see this hill and, and you climb it. And you get up there and you're like, wow, this is the most amazing view I've ever seen. And then you turn around and you see an even more majestic mountain. You're like, wow, I didn't even know that could exist. I gotta go find it. So you climb down, you go through another journey, you, you go deeper into these mountains and you get to the top one, you're like, oh, wow, look at this. This is the most unbelievable view I've ever seen. And then you turn around and there's another mountain. And this just goes on and on and on. And friends, what it's describing is the never-ending love and goodness of our God. It's inexhaustible. It's infinite. It's boundless. It's wondrous. It's, It's amazing. And the only time that we have to explore those mountains is right here on earth. Once we die, it's over. 
If you get to mountain 73, you're at mountain 73. If you're gonna be hanging out with me, you're gonna be at like mountain two, <laughs> at the basic level. And you're like, wow, this is great, the bunny hills, man, they're awesome. He's like, no, there's, there's majestic mountains to be explored. The heart of Christ is worth diving into. And the church gives us this season of Lent that we're reminded of what it's all about. That glimpse of the end goal. To recognize that even if earth and life, this short period that we get of a few decades, 80 years, maybe 100 at max. Let's say you live 110 years. And let's say those 110 years are the worst. Just suffering and pain and loss and misery. Even if that was the case, it'd be totally worth it if it meant being to spend the rest of eternity in heaven. Now, thankfully, that's not reality. We get to enjoy life. Yes, there's tough moments. Yes, there's trials. Yes, it's 40 days a year. We don't eat chocolate. But it's totally, it's totally beautiful. We get our family, we get our friends, we get our hobbies and food and beautiful days like this and laughter and all the enjoyment of this world. But if we're able to take these times of Lent and say, this is not what I'm attached to, I wanna remove this attachment and just totally embrace the love that God created me to receive. We get both. And it's incredible. Brothers and sisters, if you're not failing in your Lenten promises, you might not be challenging yourself enough. This is the time that we all just let go and embrace every bit of God that he's been reaching out and just saying, here I am, this is me. So as we receive the uh, Eucharist in a few moments, Let's just ask the Lord to give us all the grace to allow this Lent to be the, last, the best Lent of our life. The remaining three or four weeks that we have left, let's give it our all. Let's embrace Christ. Let's be saints. So that one day when we're called home, we can be sitting in that majestic presence of our Lord and say to each other, brothers and sisters, it is good that we are here.